Today's podcast episode is brought to you by Defend Soap. Defend what you have built. Used by all jiu-jitsu and MMA athletes to prevent skin infections. Save 15% with the code MarkTheSharkMMAShow. This episode is also brought to you by Audible. You will get a free audiobook when you sign up for a 30-day trial. This is Jim the Podcast Sherpa from Too Many Podcasts, and you've got a ringside seat to the Mark the Shark MMA show. Let's get ready to podcast! Shark MMA Show. Hi everyone, I am your host, Mark the Shark Retorto, and welcome to the Mark the Shark MMA Show, where every week we talk about the wonderful sport of MMA. Today we will review the most recent and upcoming events in MMA news. In each episode, the format may be changed, but you will always be entertained. There will be special interviews with special guests along with special insights on the sport from our guest host. Also, check out our Facebook page for news and updates on future episodes. Also, we appreciate donations from our listeners to keep our podcast up and running. You can make a donation by clicking on the Click the Support button found at anchor.fm slash show, And that's Mark spelled with a C and not a K. We are also looking for guests who want to be on the show and sponsors who want to advertise their product and brand on the show. For more information, contact me on the Mark the Shark MMA Show Facebook page. Also, for a plug-in, if you're looking for a good action thriller suspense novel, check out a book called The Cabal, The Saga Begins. You can find it on both Barnes & Noble and Amazon.com. It is available in paperback, Kindle, and audiobooks format on Amazon.com. And paperback version only on barnesandnoble.com. And the hardcard version is only available at www.retortofamilybooks.com. For a good book for your kid to read, check out I Am a Survivor or Invisible Girl, written by a little 11-year-old girl by the name of Christina Retorto. She has her books in Kindle and audiobook format and paperback format on amazon.com and paperback format on both amazon.com and barnesandnoble.com. And the hardcover version is only available at www.retortofamilybooks.com. Okay, everyone, keep on listening. We'll be back shortly after this break. All right, guys, we're back on the Mark the Shark Show. And this week's... Fighter of the Week award goes to Dan Ige, who fought in this past weekend's UFC. He was on the main card of Leon Edwards versus Bilal Muhammad. And this week, I actually was going to give it to another guy. I was going to give it to David Grant, who defeated Jonathan Martinez in a spectacular second-round knockout. But... I have to give it to Dan Ige because he broke, he, he beat his time. He knocked out Gavin Tucker in the first round in 22 seconds. I don't know if that's a record or not, but um, got to give it to him. 
Uh, Danny Gay is a young fighter from the USA. He's got uh, 15 wins and three losses, and it was an amazing fight. Uh, I mean, how can you not give this guy the uh, Fighter of the Week award, the Shark Fighter of the Week award, um, for that spectacular <clears throat> knockout? All right, guys, when we come back, we're going to be talking about the sh- Shark Disappointment of the Week award. We'll be back after a few messages. Marcus Sander was a normal family man till he was captured by the Nazis, imprisoned and tortured. His only means of survival was to become a vampire. Now his only fear is on how to keep his daughter safe, but not only from the Nazis, but from the creatures of the Dark World. Marcus the Vampire, the first book in the Dark World Chronicle series, now available at www.retortofamilybooks.com and on Amazon.com. Get it now. All right, guys. You can keep up to date and see what's going to happen with the show by following us on our social media pages. You can follow us on Facebook at Mark the Shark MMA Show. And that's Mark with a C and not a K. And that's on Twitter at Mark BJJ Fighter. Again, that's Mark with a C and not a K. And of course on Instagram at Mark underscore Retorto. It's Mark, M A R C underscore Retorto. R I T O R T O. Keep up to date and follow us. Hey, what's up, world? This is Will. You are about to listen to the Mark the Shark MMA show. Enjoy the show. Alright guys, this week's Shark Fight of the Week goes to uh, the fight between Matthias Nicolau Emmanuel Cape. Now they both fought again on this weekend's past uh, UFC event card on, that took place on ESPN between Leon Edwards and Bilal Muhammad. Now there were other fighters that that they ended quickly. So the winner of those fight, that that particular fight, then he got the uh, Fighter of the Week award. But for a fight of the week, I would give it to Matthews Nicolau defeated Manuel Cape. It went the uh, one by split decision. I thought it was a fantastic fight. Back and forth battle. Great striking. Um, I loved it. So that's why I gave them this week's Fight of the Week award. It's Angelica from A Little Bit of Everything with Me podcast, and you're listening to Mark the Shark MMA Show. This is to all you parents out there. Are you looking for a great book for your child to read? Well, look no further. Christina Retorto has done it again. 
by putting out a sequel to her first book in the Invisible Girl series. The sequel is called A Little Bit Louder. Get it now at Amazon.com or BarnesandNoble.com or RetortoFamilyBooks.com. Again, the book is called A Little Bit Louder, written by Christina Retorto. guys we're back on the show and for this week's um i I don't want to say worst fight of the week but i would say the shark disappointment fight of the week i had to be between the main event between leon edwards and Bilal muhammad um it was voted a no contest because it was an accidental eye poke now did leon edwards look good yeah um, I think he would have definitely uh, beat Bilal Muhammad fair and square, but we'll never know because of the eye poke. Um, this is not the only time a fight was stopped between a fight, between an eye poke, because there was one previously um, the week before uh, where, what's his name, won the fight. Um, What's his name? Uh, the guy from Matt Sarah's team. Um, fought, uh, what's his name? Yeah. Uh, uh, Jameen Sterling and Peter Yang. Yeah, that's it. So, Benjamin won um, that fight because of a disqualification. Well, actually, no, that was an illegal knee. Hmm. Sorry. Correction there. So I guess they, I guess they decide what the outcome, depending on the violation. Um, I guess because it's accidental, they voted no contest. If the guy can't continue, if it's an illegal blow, then I guess the other person wins um, by disqualification. So that's, I guess that's how it works. I'm not a referee. No claim to be one, but I'm assuming that's how it works. Um, I don't know if there's going to be a rematch between these two guys, between Leon Edwards and Bilal Muhammad, but I thought it was a good fight, but I always get disappointed because we don't get to know the actual outcome of what would have happened if the fight went the distance. So, that fight gets the disappointment, the shark disappointment of the week award. Alright guys, we got more to come, stay tuned. We got a, uh, an interesting interview with a nice young MMA fighter coming up for you. His name is Asher Frederick, who's who's up and coming. He's got a 4-0 uh, MMA record. All right, guys, stay tuned. We'll be right back after these messages. Hey everybody, welcome back to the Mark the Shark MMA show live. Today we got a very special guest coming all the way from Ohio, right? His name is Asher. How you doing today, Asher? I'm doing very well. How about yourself? Good. You are from Ohio, right? Yeah, yeah. (laughs) You had your guests in there. I had your guests in there. I was guessing myself. I'm just fooling around. 
I'm in a goofy mood today. So uh, give us a little information. I know you're you're an amateur MMA fighter, amateur MMA fighter, and you're currently four and zero. So that's good. So what else you got for us? Give us a little bit more background. Like how'd you get started? Um, you got any big fights coming up? Who do you idolize? Let us know. It's all about you, man. This is the show. It's for you to help promote yourself. Go ahead. All right. Well, I really got into MMA just from being a tough little guy. I mean, I grew up in the hood, and I had to fight. Being the only white guy on the block, I had to fight people growing up. And, you know, that was that. And then when I was about nine, my older brother overdosed on heroin. And then a year later, my mother died. And that really started pushing me to try and actually start training. And I didn't really get into training and fitness and all that and martial arts until I was about 16 and I started wrestling in high school. And then I went and wrestled for a year at Mercyhurst University. Oh, wow. Yeah, sorry to hear about that. Just uh, lost in your life there. Sorry to hear about that. I wasn't expecting that one. Wow. <laughs> So you started wrestling, and now you're you're in college now, right? Uh, I was in college. I actually dropped out to pursue mixed martial arts. Oh, okay. All right. So this is going to be – this is your full-time – your aspirations are to be doing this full-time then, correct? Yes, sir. Okay. Well, you're off to a good start for now, right? Uh, That's not bad. Yeah. Yeah, from, what, from what I know, you can turn pro – I mean, I don't know what it's like in Ohio, but like around here, you can turn pro after your third amateur fight. Um, I, I did hear that they, like, I think it's in Missouri. It's still three and zero, but then they also want they also base it on your um your record too, because uh, they want to make I guess to, as an extra safety measure, they don't want you to be zero and three and then go pro because then I get that's the, I'm assuming that's what their logic is. But you're four and zero. Now, like, what organizations have you fought for? Were they, like, small shows or, like, pr pretty big amateur shows by you? I'm not familiar with Ohio at all, just so you know. Um, I fought on a few Ohio Combat League cards. They're a bit newer. They've been around for about two years, but they're starting to get a big boom and pop in the area. I've had three of my fights with them, and then there's a promotion down in Myrtle Beach called Ultimate okay. Battlegrounds, and I fought on one of their cards against uh, Baby Hulk. And that was my third fight, and I won that fight by decision. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, isn't that, isn't that Myrtle Beach? Isn't that in Virginia? Uh, it's in uh, South Carolina. Okay. Yeah, that's a – oh, wow, that's like a hike for you. So I, like from Ohio, how far is that? Uh, it's, I think it was like 10 hours, 10-hour 10 drive. Oh, you drove. Yeah. My uh, coach, Josh Williams, my coach, Chad Vansickle. And a couple of my teammates, Skyler, uh, Hank Hiley, and Caleb Baker, we all carpooled down there. Okay. It was was it? Did you have a teammate that fought on the same card as you, or they just came just to support you? Uh, my friend Hank Hiley, he fought on the card as well. He actually tore his pec in his fight, but wow. everybody else was just supporting. Okay. How did he tear his pec? Was it like a submission hold or something? Like, Well, he got taken down or slipped, and he was in his half guard, and he reached for an underhook, and he used his uh, rear arm to post up. And when he posted up, he said he just felt everything just tear. 
Wow, that's like that's an, that's a that's an odd injury to get there. Like in you know, combat yeah. sports, usually usually it would be like like in my case, I've had like a separated shoulder or busted knee or you know jammed fingers and stuff. But yeah, wow. So those four fights, like, did you have them like within a year or is it like one a year? Like, um, my first MMA fight was in October of 2019. And I mean, my last three fights have all had them in 2020. Okay. Yeah. So if it wasn't for COVID, if it wasn't for COVID, you probably would have had another three fights, right? Yeah. I'm assuming you do like three fights a year. Yeah. Okay. Wow. So, do you have any big fights coming up at all? I mean, I know um, it's slow with COVID, but do you have anything coming up? Uh, I believe more or yeah, May fifteenth. I may have something coming up and for Ohio Combat League. But okay, and that that's all I've got right now coming up. It, and is that another amateur fight or? Yeah, it's going to be an amateur fight again. Okay, and what what gym are you with right now? Uh, I'm with Ronin Training Center. Okay, okay. And is that like a like a big known gym, or is that like a immediate uh, small gym over for MMA, or do you have like any any pro fighters coming out of there now, or or is yeah, it all we, uh, we have Travis Davis. He uh he just fought on the last Ohio Combat League show. Uh, we have Dan Spawn, who's fighting in the upcoming season of the PFL. And, uh, oh, okay. Yeah, there's a bunch of people out of Vernon. It's it's a pretty big gym. Okay. Travis, that sounds. What was his name? Travis, what? Davis. Oh, you know who I might be thinking of? Uh, that other guy, Travis. There was a Travis that was on the Ultimate Fighter, and he was just recently on the Joe Rogan uh, show. And then there's another guy, Travis Stevens, but that's like a judo guy. Yeah. <laughs> who I wish would do MMA. I think he would do pretty good. He's a big guy. Um, but so, so what's your what do you like more? Do you like the striking or do you like the grappling more? Honestly, I, I love the striking more than the wrestling. Yeah. Yeah. Now, I think it's a grind, but I mean, I like the striking cause it's, it's way more fun. Okay. Now are you, are you more of a boxer or more of a tie fighter or like, which do you prefer? More of a kicking, punching boxing, tie fighter. I use my okay. hands to set up my kicks. Okay. Okay. And then how do you occupy your day? Like, do you work like a part-time job while you're putting yourself through the training? Cause I, I know it's rough for MMA fighters cause it's not like they're getting paid to put their body through the, the punishment that they put themselves through. Yeah. Uh, I used to have a job. I actually just recently got fired. Um, oh, sorry not, to hear that, man. Hey, I've been there too, man. I got right. laid off. I got laid off during COVID. So I bounced back then. Got another job afterwards. Yeah. Well, was it a job that you hated, or was it like? Yeah, I mean, I, like I hated it. It's just because I'd have to work from seven a.m. to four, and then it's just like, uh, but I would get up at three in the morning, do my strength conditioning, then go to work, get off work, and go train again, and then go to come home oh. and go to sleep. That's discipline. Now, theoretically, you probably could have done it all after work. Like, it may, I'm like, I, I'm not a morning person. Like, hopefully no people from work hear this, but 
like me, I struggle. Like I normally get up at 8.30 during the week, right? I start work at 9 because I work from home. <laughs> I just recently started getting up at 8 to take my dog for a walk because it's starting to get warmer out. But I only take him out. I don't want to have to walk him after work so I can do my workouts. But is it because you did it that way because you like to spend the whole rest of your day doing uh, MMA training? Because I would, if it was me, I would have, like, as soon as I got off work, I would have went to the gym, did my running, and then do the, do your MMA thing. But I don't know what the hours of the gym. Because some of those gyms, I think, they like, they kind of close early, right? They're probably not open really late, right? Yeah. 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 So that's probably what. Wow, man, that's discipline. Getting up at three o'clock in the morning before work. And how long was your commute to work at that time? It was only like fifteen minutes. Oh. So you do that? Holy shit, dude! Did you have a lot of coffee in the morning? Uh, yeah. I was using this uh, pre-workout called Muscle Feast, and it had like three hundred milligrams of caffeine. I would just do a scoop of that with some beetroot juice, and that'd be my pre-workout. What's that called? I'd be just muscle? shaking. What was it? Muscle? Muscle feet? Yeah. They're uh, based out of Nashport, Ohio, I think. You there? Yeah, I'm still there. Yeah, what was it called? Muscle feast? Yes, sir. Oh, I gotta write that down. I, I like to like look for alternatives to uh, Coca Cola for my caffeine because I'm not a coffee drinker. I drink Coca Cola or green tea. But I like to get tips when people tell me there's something. So that actually woke you up, that muscle feast. Oh, yeah, it wakes me up like insane. Really? And do you shake? Because I remember when in college, we used to take these uh, caffeine pills, but it would, it would, it would really mess your body up. Like your body would be like shaking. Does it, you get the shakes from it? Um, I used at the beginning when I first started using it. Yeah. But then it just like, I, my body adjusted to taking it all the time and I stopped the shakes and everything. And there's not really a crash on it when you use it either, which is good. Wow. That's good to know, man. It's good. Now, who do you, who do, if you had to compare yourself to a well-known fighter, you know, in UFC or Bellator or whatever, like who would you compare your fighting style to? I mean, based off my last fight, the commentators called me the modern day Uriah Faber, which I mean, I guess that's a good thing. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. Right. I mean, I'll it's just go very, with that. You can't go wrong being, you know, named after him, right? He's like a legend yeah. in the sport. Man. Yeah, he really is a legend. Yeah. And you know what? He still he's can still he could still move, right? Considering yeah. all those all the years of uh damage he took. I don't know if you watched any of his uh fights. Like when they had the WEC, I never really watched it when it was like when it was live and current because I was so used to, into the UFC and I I think they had him on the same time or something back then. But they would show him later on on some local channel. They would have like showed repeats. I don't know if you ever seen one of his championship fights, like he, the one he lost to. I think, he, I think the guy's name was Dan, Matt Brown. Matt Brown, who's like the American top team coach now. Did you ever see that fight? He fought my I, I, 
Yeah, Matt Brown. That the is it Matt or Mike Brown? The guy from the American Top Team, the little yeah, short guy. Yeah, he fought him twice. And what was amazing, I don't know if you ever saw it, but I'll, I'll just give you why. In my opinion, it was probably one of the best fights ever because Uriah Faber broke both his hands and he would use his elbows the way people would use their hands for a jab or a cross. I, it would, to this day, I've never seen anybody that diverse. Uh, he was the guy, could, he was holding, defending the takedowns and everything. Um, he just lost because the guy, you know, just got a few more shots in him. But the fact that he, I think he broke the one hand in the second or first round, and then the other hand he broke in the third round. So he could, I can't even explain how he used his elbows. But I have never, in my opinion, everybody's like saying like John Jones is the best ever. Mariah Faber hasn't captured a title in the UFC. But if any, if you were just anybody were to see that fight, in my opinion, he's the best all-around fighter, like well-rounded fighter ever. <laughs> I've never seen anybody use elbows like that. Using your elbow as a jab. Like most people grab, you know, grab the head and throw some elbow shots. Maybe they go up like this, down. Nah, man, he was using it as a jab. He was spinning elbows. Very, very well-talented and athletic individual, you know. So to be compared to him, man, I'd be holding your head up. You know, if I were you, I'd be holding my head up high. You know, that's great. That's great. Now, do you know who you're fighting in your next fight, or you just don't know? You just wait till a couple weeks before. Uh, we normally uh, get our opponent information about a month out. So here in a few weeks, I'll have my opponent's information and stuff like that. Okay. Now, do you guys watch videotapes on the guy, like, or now? Yeah, yeah. Like, I love to do my research, try and find holes in his game, try and find tendencies of what he does, and try to find where he's weak at, see how his conditioning looks. Okay. Now, how were you when you won in uh, wrestling? Were you did you like do well in that too? I'm assuming you did. Yeah, I mean, I was all right. I wasn't the best, but I was pretty good. I mean, when I wrestled in college, I was. I made the regionals, and then once you wrestle at regionals, then you go to nationals. I was a match away from uh, the NJCA tournament, so that's pretty good. Yeah, yeah, wrestling is a hard sport, man. I wish I did that when I was younger. Yeah, so that's cool. Now, do you have any strategy in place? To when and how you're gonna turn pro? Like, do you have like a game plan? Like. Put aside the COVID situation. Let's say there was no COVID. Do you have like a plan? Like, all right, I'm going to do like one, two more amateur fights, then turn pro. And then when I turn pro, I plan to fight in this particular organization. And one day, hopefully work up to this other organization. Like, what are your thoughts on that? Like, what do you plan um, to do? Well, before I turn professional, I'd like to fight um, like different body types because all, all my fights I fought wrestlers and boxers. My next fight, we're trying to find someone who's a jiu-jitsu guy to give me a different look. That way, when I go pro, I'm used to seeing different looks, and I can adjust even better in fight during the fights, too. Okay. Yeah, I would think you should be able to find some jiu-jitsu guys. I'm surprised that you haven't. Uh, yeah. Everybody wants to wrestle. That's weird. Yeah, because I, I, yeah, I, I would think that everybody would be, like, well-rounded now. 
You know what I mean? Yeah. Got to got to be able to fight off your back nowadays if you get put there. But what I've noticed lately, I don't know if you noticed, it's it's the days of people getting submitted are very few and far between, at least from the guy's guard, right? Yeah. I don't know if it's if it's just because people are getting better at being on top or people who are doing jiu-jitsu are not focusing that much on jiu-jitsu because they're trying to be more well-rounded and everything, you know, I just haven't, I haven't figured that out. I mean, I know it's, you know, nowadays it's not like that much of a threat being in someone's guard anymore as it used to be, you know? Uh, you get someone puts you in your guard. You people are used to smashing the guy underneath them, so it's not it's not the uh, as dominant as it once. And unless you're like Charles Oliveira, right? He's like one of the few guys that's really really good on uh, off his back. All right, so now you look. So your goal is to get a few more fights, get different looks. Now, do you have your sights set on like a particular? Uh, organization for when you turn pro um like before you go to the big show or like a like is there like a regional pro circuit that you're looking for not really i mean i'm just gonna let my coaches pick me tell me who to fight that's the way i roll i don't really i'll I'll fight anybody that's the way i look at it okay well that's good though you got that one guy that's in the pfl yeah Uh, I'm actually going to, I'm probably like one of the few guys that actually talk about the PFL on my podcast. Everybody's all always about the UFC and then that's usually what they focus on and occasionally do Bellator. But I like the PFL because I like the tournament format. Uh, as a fan, I think it's like a unique concept because you can follow each week. Just like, like I don't follow any other sports. Like I hate baseball football I, I was never into those sports i like combat sports this is the way i was so but i do like the fact that they got that format you know like the, you know the, the people make it to the semifinals and the final and then they got the playoffs right yeah. and i think it's a great um thing for for the people who fighting it and they win that belt because they get a million dollars which i think is very generous i don't know how they pull it off because from what i'm hearing shows aren't um, that big, I, I guess maybe they get a, a lot of money from ESPN because they're on the same channel that uh, the UFC is. But I, I like for me, if I was an MMA fighter right now, that would that would probably be my go-to goal. Yeah. <laughs> like, then, then I hate to say it, than the UFC, I would I would rather get that million dollars. You know what I mean? Yeah. But, uh, I like it, and I follow. I plan this year to be doing the following more and talk about it more on my podcast. But that I think that would be a good avenue because you, if you already got one teammate mm-hmm. that's in there, that could be your hook in there, right? Like your yeah. your gym can hook you up and get in there, you know. Mm-hmm. And, and yeah, so I think that that'd be good for you. Um, now, if people who are watching this po- or well, this is streaming live now, but when they watch it or if they listen to it in a podcast format, if someone, a promoter or someone that want to get in touch with you, what, what's the best way for someone to get in touch with you? Do you have like a website or a Facebook page or 
Uh, yeah, um, they could follow me on Instagram or shoot me a message on there at Shock and Rock with an underscore at the end. Okay. And just look me up as Asher Frederick on Facebook and send me a message on there. Okay, so that's good. So everybody, that, 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 that there you go. We've got a nice up and coming young stud, uh, Raya Faber caliber fighter here. So if any promoters watching and they need somebody to fight on their show, or if there's a sponsor out there that's looking for a prospect to uh, hope boost their product and their brand, this guy is the guy for you. Asher, it was great having you on the show. Hopefully, we can have you back on in the future, hopefully after your next fight, so we can chat about that, see how that goes. And um, for everybody listening to this, watching this show, don't forget to follow me on YouTube. That's Mark the Shark MMA Show on the YouTube channel. Mark the Shark MMA Show on Facebook. And also Mark underscore Retorto on Instagram. And again, it's Mark with a C. Don't forget to go to the website, buy some hoodies and T-shirts there to help support podcast or give a donation there and sponsors we're always looking for sponsors if you want to get your name out there uh run ads either on my podcast or on my youtube channel let me know and again asher it was great having you and everybody uh keep following us and keep checking us out and we'll see you next week same time same place guys we're at the end of our show this is mark retorto i'm signing off and don't forget to follow us on our facebook page it's called the mark the shark mma show and it's mark with a c not a k and also feel free to leave us messages by using the anchor app and also don't forget if you look in a mood for a good action thriller book to buy my book called the cabal the saga begins it's available on amazon and barnesandnoble.com and if you need a good book for your kid Get the I Am Survivor book or Invisible Girl book written by my daughter, Christina Retorto, also available on Barnes & Noble and Amazon.com. All right, guys. I hope you enjoyed the show and continue to listen to our shows every week. Thank you.